You're listening to MeSearch, a podcast featuring Filipino perspectives. In this show, we talk to trailblazers, business leaders, and bosses in the community to find out more about what they do. Join us as we learn and get to the bottom of things. Stay tuned. Hey, Dustin. Hey, Crystal. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. That was a nice little like vibrato thing that you had in there. There was like a really good, cool, like trembly vibrato moment that I heard. Very yeah. nice, very nice. Thank you. Um, so everyone, before um, we got on to this, by the way, okay, two things, two things. Mm-hmm. Right now we are currently, we're live streaming on Kumu. Kumu, shout out. Shout out to Kumu because they're awesome. And um, you should definitely, definitely download the app, make an account, follow me, search, follow Dustin, follow mm-hmm. me, because we're up to some hijinks on yeah. the Kumu app. Yeah. So before we like give the folks our Kumu account handles, do you want to just give us a little spiel about like what is Kumu so that folks know what Kumu is? Yes, Kumu is um, a Filipino um, app. It uh, includes the the diaspora of the Filipinos, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's kind of like a it's 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 kind of like a, uh, a I'd say like a TikTok, but cooler. um but yeah you can catch um you know your your uh kababayan on kumu they do live streams um what else can we say about kumu it's very much a combination of a lot of social media apps so the tiktok part i can definitely see because you can make posts you can like leave posts of like photos and videos and stuff Mm -hmm. um but beyond that it's like a connecting app like it connects folks through live stream um and you can engage with an audience you can build a community on the kumu app it's like the number one app i believe in the Philippines right now and it's like spreading to across the globe with a primary focus on Filipino users. You're so much better at describing things. (laughs) 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 You did an excellent job as well. I'm Uh, just adding. adding No, no. Okay. Well, thank you. That's very gracious of you. Very gracious of you. Um, (laughs) I love you. <laughs> I love you too. So, where can people follow me search? Like, what's the me search handle on Kumu? Me search podcast. Mm-hmm. Where can people and then follow you? Crystal Tugatti. Don't don't get it twisted though. It's not T A L, y'all. It's T L E. If y'all haven't noticed, <laughs> I mean, it's been more than a year. Do you want to spell it's, your name for the folks who still don't know? <laughs> yes, yes. It's K. R Y S T L E. Last name Tugari T U G A D I. Excellent, excellent. 
And if you want to follow me on the social meds, my handle is at it's Dustin Dom, short for it's Dustin Domingo. <laughs> it's it's I T S D U S T I N D O M. It's Dustin don't get Dom. it twisted with don't get it twisted. I-T-Z. It's not that kind of party, but yeah, it also yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we are streaming live on Kumu. We're just giving this a go. Um, and this is our special holiday episode because when this airs, it will be um, the week of the birthday of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, let's also talk about that because actually yeah, let's, it's let's not. Let's unpack that a bit, shall we? It's not Jesus's birthday. Okay, okay. Tell me more information. It's actually um, in April, I think. Or not. Ooh, it's it's definitely April not in baby. December. Yeah, it's actually not in December. Um, but, you know, uh, religions and other things, entities, have made this a holiday that... Uh, <clears throat> Has the guise of Jesus's birthday. Um, we should look this up. We should look this up. Um, Google. Google. <laughs> when is Jesus's actual birthday? Curious. Curious. Okay, minds. so while Crystal is looking that up, um, though we celebrate Christmas, we also want to say happy holidays in gen in general. Because uh, we recognize that there are so many other things to celebrate uh, during this time. Uh Uh-huh. Let's see. Yeah. This is from Newsweek. Okay. Um, Okay. So someone said or asked, but was Jesus really born on December 25th? Mm -hmm. Newsweek says, the short answer is no. It is not believed Jesus was born on the day Christmas is globally celebrated. Mm -hmm. Instead, Christmas was chosen as a convenient celebratory day on the same day of a pagan holiday that celebrated the winter solstice, according to the History Channel. Ooh, dang. Interesting. See, we uh-huh. learn a lot of things on research. That's this research piece. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, um, we could get more into that because, again, this is like really, really interesting. I know for me growing up Catholic, I'm no longer Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, like Lent, for example, um, okay. is uh, so, okay, during Lent, Catholics eat just fish on Friday. They don't eat meat. They don't eat red meat. They don't eat, like, I don't know, meats from the land. <laughs> right? <laughs> land you don't meat, eat, okay. You don't eat beef. You don't eat pork. You don't eat whatever. You can eat all things from the ocean. But that's because back mm-hmm. in the day, I don't remember which century this was, but um, the fisher people, the fish people, Fishermen? Uh, fishermen. I'm trying to be like, you know, inclusive, but I don't, there's probably no like women who are fisher people because back in the day, they probably weren't allowed to. Anyway, the fishermen then, um, they needed to sell their fish. And so the Catholic Church made a deal with the fishermen that they would tell their followers that they couldn't eat meat 
approaching the Easter, approaching Easter so that the fishermen could um, make some money on Friday. So it's kind of like a business deal situation. Oh my God. That's so interesting. Yeah. We need to get like a, a theological research person to like speak more to this because I'm sure there's like a lot of things that we believe to be true or like maybe not necessarily true, but like recognize as a, a shared idea or like the consensus of like what, I don't know, like the Bible says or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people have actually read the Bible front to back. You know, I going to Catholic school from first grade through uh, call, uh, through uh, high school. Let me tell you how many times we read through the Bible front and back. Okay. Zero. <laughs> Zero. I would have thought that that was that would have been like a requirement for somebody who went to like a Catholic school or a Christian yeah. school. You know, and I I think like you know like. There's a lot of Filipino Catholics out there. I'm no longer one of them, but a lot of why, a lot of the reason why I kind of stepped away from the Catholic Church was because, um, you know, there's a lot of traditions that I felt didn't really have, um, you know, uh, a substantial meaning for me personally. These are, um, rituals for me personally. Again, me personally, I'm not blanket statementing anything, but mm-hmm. it didn't lend itself to becoming closer to God or to Jesus. Um, so I don't know. I just, there's a lot of things that I discovered, like the whole Lent piece that I was like, well, what are we doing, you know, and why are we doing it? Like, it just feels like, you know, and we're taught not to question things, right? So. Yeah, that's true. I'm, 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 I have all the questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. So after, after diving into what Catholicism meant for me, I chose to step away from it. And I've been continuing on this spiritual path because I, I feel like I'm non-denominational Christian, but at the same time, I feel like I might be pantheistic because there's a lot of things about different religions that speak to me. And for me, it's kind of like, how did all these religions occur and how did they develop? Um, you know, like there's so many different religions out there. And for me, I think, and I've had many conversations with Mike about this as well, like, Maybe people just experience God in different ways, you know, and this is how these different religions came about. Like maybe Jesus just, you know, Jesus experienced God in a specific way. Um, People from the Islamic faith discovered, discovered and experienced God in a different way. And that's how, um, that, you know, that was created and like all these different religions, Buddhism, like there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of times that these, these faith practices cross and intersect and have so many, um, similar characteristics to how they practice. And I just think that everyone just experienced it a different way and it became like a thing and started 
people started to follow that. So I think ultimately at the end of the day, we're all following the same creator, but we're all kind of just seeing it in different lenses. That makes sense to me. Yeah. So let's talk about a little bit about like Filipino community and whatnot um, in the context of 2021, given that this is like one of the last episodes of, of the year. In 2021, what's one thing about the community that has surprised you in, in one way or another? It's pretty simple for me. I'm just so amazed by how many people in our community, and this is, again, so simple. I'm just so amazed by how many people in our community are doing incredible things that are off script. I feel like we can do this podcast for so many seasons because the more we interview more people, I feel like the more we're learning about other people who are doing incredible things. And I think because I've had this perspective of the Filipino community as just following the script and that there's like so little of us kind of like going on the non-traditional route, I was like, oh man, how much material are we going to get? You know? Yeah. Yeah. But we can go on for a while. <laughs> yeah, there's so much there's so much that we haven't even talked about. Yeah. Especially in our history. In our history in, in, in just America. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So much to unpack. So much that that um we can get into just in history that can last for many years in terms of like podcast seasons. Yeah. That can be a show in itself just like American history. For Filipinos, like Filipino-American yeah. history. Can we do that? We can maybe perhaps like have a whole season. Yeah, because I would love that because we don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you go to the Balusan Center. Yeah, yeah. Balusan. Shout out to Balusan the Balusan Center. Center. Yeah. So if you things. haven't listened to our last episode, we talked to Wayne Japanda, who is a PhD candidate at UC Davis. And he is also the associate director for the Balusan Center um, at UC Davis. It's not just for UC Davis. It's for any Filipino studies um anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, for, again, for those of you who haven't listened to that episode, definitely um, tune in because it's a very inspirational one, um, especially given the topic that we're talking about now of like history and like learning about how we came to be in this situation in America, like having a center like the Bulasan Center, having a space like the Bulasan Center that is dedicated to learning more about ourselves. Like, that's so special. Yes, and the issues that surround our community and our, mm -hmm. our folks back home. And I think that's right. something that, like, I think, honestly, I haven't been paying as much attention to this year. Uh, when it comes to our origin country, I know we have an election coming up, and that's going to be a big deal. 
and um, the the after effects of the Duterte regime. Oh dang! If y'all could see Crystal's face right now, hello, Judgey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you know that was a sitch. Uh, that is one way to describe it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Especially like with the journalism piece, like the uh, censorship of journalism. Oh my goodness. It makes me so grateful to be here, even though mm-hmm. like a lot That's of times we're critical of like being an American, mm-hmm. being an American, being in America as like a person of color, like a marginalized group in this country. There's so many things to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, One in which, like, we can talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about in a very public platform like this podcast. Um, And and folks in the Philippines, I guess, don't have that same luxury. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess that's something that we have to grapple with as, like, Filipino-Americans. That reminds me of an episode that we did with Dr. Dominic Loriano, where he talked about, like, what does it mean to be a Filipino-American? and he said exactly, exactly that. Like, there's a very complicated history in America, um, something that comes with a lot of privileges, but like a lot of oppressive history as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so something to think about, something to continue thinking about. Um, but again, very grateful that we have an opportunity to be critical and have these conversations um, and not be censored in the same way that people in the Philippines are being censored. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, again, shout-outs to Kumu for being a platform that allows people to do whatever the heck they want yes, on the interwebs. Shout like, out that's to a Kumu. very empowering thing. And I want to say shout-out to all the activists out there who are, like, constantly, yeah, like, this is what they do. Um, activism is not terrorism, which is something that the Duterte regime has try to infiltrate in the minds of people. Activism is care. It is love. Mm -hmm. It is um, wanting people to live freely. That's what people are trying to accomplish here. And, um, you know, I think as a community, sometimes we place a lot of value on folks who have traditional authority space. Mm-hmm. And I want you to just, I hope that our listeners can remember that um, you don't have to always defer to people who are holding specific titles. Mm-hmm. Authority from authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Authority from authority. Authority from authority. Yeah. What about you, Boo? Sorry, I've been rambling a lot this episode. Uh, what was the question in 2021? Like, what was something that was um, surprising about the Filipino community? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, like, I mean, the first thing, honestly, that came to mind um, is, like, there's so many Filipinos doing really amazing, cool things that are in mm-hmm. the public eye in yeah. the U.S., Mm-hmm. Um, in the Western world that celebrate this idea of being Filipino, which is super yes. cool because when I was a young person, I didn't see very many Filipinos on 
the the screens. Like honestly, it was like Dante Bosco and Hook, and that's it for like fifteen years until like YouTube came along. And yeah, I saw like other folks doing um, like music and like speaking their truth about this or that. Like that's how you and I met. Like I I knew you from YouTube. That's how I met a lot of my friends because they were like very active in in building a community online. Um, but going back to like this this year of 2021 i think it's really cool that we've got folks like uh vj rosales and the philharmonic trace and the philharmonic like actually like being visible representations of filipinos to the masses Mm -hmm. to folks who don't know what even a filipino is i think it's really cool that we've got like a saweetie who is representing like um mixed folks in, Her. Like, in the media, right? Her. Yeah. Absolutely. Olivia Rodrigo as well, like, mm-hmm. who has been killing it in um, in music this past year. Like, holy crap. If I had that sort of, like, <laughs> representation in media when I was a child, I would probably... I tweeted this earlier, and it was, like, half a joke, but, like, also half serious. If I had seen Filipinos getting nominated for a Grammy for, like, Best New Artist or whatever the, the award was because it was, like, Sweetie and Olivia Rodrigo, and there were some other Asian artists who were in that lineup. A lot of folks of color actually got nominated for um, New Artist or New Album or whatever the case is for, for Grammy. If I had seen that, I would probably have been like, wow, it's really cool to, like, be creative, like, express myself, like, explore music. I, I tweeted I probably wouldn't have gone to college. Like, just to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) I probably would have, like, uh, I mean, I probably would have gone to college. I did go to college. But, like, I probably would have, like, thought seriously about, like, what it is I wanted to study. I would have been more honest with myself of, like, what is it that I like to do? What is it that I want to do? As opposed to, like, these are the expectations that society has for me. These are the expectations that my family has of me. And then fulfilling other people's dreams like to me, like saying that out loud, I'm like, wow, that that's like really, I don't want to use the word crazy because that's like a lot of people's paths right now. But I just feel that if I had the amount of representation that exists today, my life would be so much different. Um, I probably would have ended up in the same place, maybe. I don't know. Because I'm really grateful for where I am and for the people that I've met along the way. But, like, I think I would have had a lot more experiences um, leading up to this point, if that makes sense. Yes, that makes sense. And it also breaks a little piece of my heart. Oh, I don't mean to be like a Debbie Downer. No, no, no. No, you know what? No, but that's – it's not about being a Debbie Downer. And I think, like, you know what's annoying? (laughs) Yeah, tell me, tell me. You know it's annoying when like I I I find it annoying, but you know, feel what you got to feel because that's mm-hmm. that's on you what you feel it. You feel what you feel because that's where you are. Mhm. <laughs> okay. Excuse I me, think... while I take a little sippy sip. No, okay. I'm a little I've I've okay, had a little bit drinking? of wine. What are you drinking? Um, I'm having a red. I'm having a Cote de Rome. Okay. It's got a nice nose. Let me tell you about this nose. And shout out to Nicole. I think she's been... She No. 
I don't think. She told Fonseca? me that she's been... No. Oh, my God. <sighs> I'm like, you talked to Nicole Fonseca? <laughs> I, would, I would literally die. But I die from Nicole because she's uh, one of my um, colleagues at work. And she, uh, I die in a good way, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm grateful that she's been listening to the pod um, in addition to Corey. Shout out to Corey. Um, That's your boss, yeah? Yeah. Um... What a real one. I'm like yeah. so into that. So we had a pizza party, for a holiday uh, a holiday pizza party. And uh, we got to walk away with a Cote de Rome. And it has a excellent, a really beautiful nose of like florals, floral notes. I'm a little bit buzzed. <laughs> so mm, it's... Yes, good. love that journey for you. Also, um, just to be transparent, um, uh, I did get COVID this year. I'm okay. Me and Michael are okay, but my smell is not all the way back. Oh no! I know. Oh, no, my taste is back, but like I literally cannot smell as well as I used to. So, um, we had a really strong candle, or or we will have strong candles in 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 the home, and Michael would be like, "Oh, it smells like great," and it's like filling up the room, and I'm like, "Ah." Ugh. Bummer. I can't smell it. Uh, and I, I cooked fish on my new Ninja 5-in-1 foodie. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Ninja 5-in-1 um, foodie. And I, we sm- I, I cooked fish and I couldn't smell it. And Mike was like, damn, it smells like fish. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I hope that your smell comes back or at least more of it. I'm glad that you are alive and well and healthy in this moment. Thank you. Thank uh, and you. I'm glad that you have coworkers and a boss that le- let you take um, an alcoholic beverage home. Um, yes, grateful yeah. for it. Grateful. I'm for also it. drinking a red, um, <gasps> a Robert Mondavi. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're drinking a Robert Mondavi. P.S. Robert Hello, Mondavi. color gray is here. Yeah. Oh, Grayson. Grayson's in the room. Oh my God. We need to talk about that in just a moment. But oh my God! Yes, we, we need to do. talk about that just a moment. Okay, we pop. Okay. okay, okay. Focus. Robert Mondavi. Robert Mondavi. It's a red. Blah blah blah. Okay, you were gonna tell me about something that's annoying. Let's go to that, and then let's talk about. Let's switch oh, gears. So I think what's it's annoying. annoying. Tell me what's annoying? Okay, so I think it's annoying when people mm-hmm. think I'm being a Debbie Downer and like fucking up their fucking plans and shit because Ooh. I like to call out things. That are not okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know that it's, like, annoying that we're trying to decolonize fucking Thanksgiving. And guess what? You fucking can't decolonize it because guess what? It's just a day where you are celebrating the death of so many indigenous folks. Oh, she said it, everyone. She said I it. I said it. And you know what? Thanksgiving was my favorite holiday. It was. It literally was my favorite holiday for so many years. But I gave that up because I don't, in my heart of hearts, I just can't celebrate a day that is commemorating the death of a people's, of a people who we stole their land from. I can't do it. And I know that's annoying to people and I'm a Debbie Downer for it. But, like, you know, facts are facts. And, like, to celebrate it and, like, be whatever about it is a privilege. 
And yeah, I that's don't. A, that's a good way to to frame it. It's it's definitely a privilege. And I I I'm ready to give that privilege up, mm-hmm. if that means we can uplift the indigenous community and give them what they have been asking for forever. And there's also other ways to celebrate. Okay, so like I feel like uh, the perception for a lot of folks regarding Thanksgiving is that it's a day for friends and family. Different things. You can do all of that and not call it Thanksgiving. Uh huh. Yeah. You There's can do 364 all of that on a day that's not days to yeah. do this. So many other days. Like, so calm the fuck down. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So Y'all that got was aggressive. <laughs> you know, like it's just. You know, is it really that important to you to have a day of fun? I mean, I want a day of fun, but also we don't want to call it Thanksgiving. We don't want to celebrate it on Thanksgiving. Again, 364 days to choose from. These are things you should be doing like all the time anyway. Yeah. What do you prioritize? And yeah. if you're, if you're, if your rhetoric is about like being sharing kindness and like love and that's like your thing, I question you if you can't even think about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it is uh, perhaps coming from a place of ignorance. They just don't know the history. But, you know, history is everywhere. And I'm not afraid to share that history. And if mm-hmm. you saw my post and you're still doing it, that's all I got to say. <laughs> that is all she got to say. Um... Real quick, before we before we talk about Grayson, I want to ask you real quick, like, what is your favorite, uh, your new favorite holiday? Fucking Halloween, bitches! Bro, dude, <laughs> me too, me too. Halloween is now my favorite holiday. Yeah, Thanksgiving and Halloween was my favorite holiday. Thanksgiving is out, so it's just Halloween. <sighs> I love Halloween. I love Halloween, and let me tell y'all, mm-hmm. Dustin and Jamal had a really fucking cute costume this year. <laughs> Yeah, we were Bert and Ernie. We were Bert and Ernie. If you oh don't know. Oh, my God. Y'all, we were cute. We were so cute. Um, so cute. I posted pictures on Instagram, so y'all should check it out. Yes, do it. <laughs> okay, so let's switch gears. Let's talk about Grayson. Uh, Grayson, are you in the audience? Are you still, like, with us? If not, still, like, totally fine. We're going to talk about you anyway. Oh, Grayson, hi. No, Why? Wait, what was the question? I oh my god, know. this is what know. happens when you have a little bit of wine, and you're trying. Um, <laughs> there might also be a little bit of a delay on the Kumu oh, okay. app, which is totally fine. Anyway, we're talking about Grayson just because he's also in this room, and because he's a friend of the pod. He's been a previous guest in season one. Um, also, one of my favorite human beings, and also gonna be in like one of Pixar's newest films <gasps> called Turning Red. What the hell? Grayson, can you message us how you're feeling about being in a freaking Pixar movie? Can we or add if you want to hop in? If, can <laughs> if we wanna... add him and just edit this out of? I mean, because we can't get your audio, Grayson. Yeah, but like, yeah, um, we'd love to just like talk to you about. Oh, but should we save this for an episode? Um, we should. But also, like... Can we just, like, repeat ourselves? It's fine. Maybe. 
Maybe. I mean, Grayson, you, if you're at home, you can probably also record yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Grayson, please join us if you're if like you're decent and like you're good to go to like chit chat. Okay, go he said he's not looking cute one. right now. He's not looking Aww, cute. You want to put on totally fine. Uh, we can talk uh, about this later. Okay, but yeah, yeah, it's fine. We just want to say in this moment, <gasps> congratulations, congratulations. I am beyond proud of you as a friend and also like as like a rando Filipino just on the street. Like that's so cool to know it's that it's amazing. Like, um, an actual like there's there's a Filipino in a Pixar movie. Like that's so cool. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Like 2021 looking good. Amen. Looking good. 2022 is going to be like even more fire for Filipinos. I must say. Let us uh, prepare to close because it's uh, <gasps> running. A, we're running a little over. Oh, let's we are. Let's end with. Let's end with a question. Yeah. Do you have a question? I saw your I was, face light up. I was going because I literally looked up questions to ask about like the holidays. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you do you have something ready? Okay. Up? Hold on. Hold on. Okay. okay. I accidentally like. Um, deleted that or I went to a different page because I was looking up about looking up things about Casey and Jojo and Jesus's <laughs> real birthday. <laughs> okay, 27 thoughtful questions to ask over the holidays. Let's see. Let's find a good one. Okay, can we do two questions? Is that okay? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Okay. Let's go for kind of superficial first. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite gift as a child and i'm not trying to condone consumerism during the holidays <laughs> but you know like um we can't change the past <laughs> we can yeah, only move forward sure. but i'm just like curious like is there like okay let me reframe this is there a uh holiday memory or holiday gift that sticks out to you as a child that um, you'd want to share with us that's like hmm. monumental in your brain monumental in my brain mm -hmm. the first thing that came to mind okay the we always used to play this album like filipino christmas album Mm -hmm. And I, I don't even know the entire words of the song or, like, the name of the song or the uh -huh. name of the album. But, like, the song is, like, Pasco, 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 Nanamon, Nanamon. Oh, my God, yes. That I don't is even know, why, like, the actual words. Ryan Kayabyab. Is that the name of the artist? Yeah. I, I feel like it's Ryan Kayabyab. Was it acapella? Maybe. It was multiple voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Pasco. Okay. Pasco. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Are we looking oh it up? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm literally dying. Pasco. What do I even Google? Pasco, Pasco. Pasco, Nanaman. Nanaman lyrics. Yes. Yeah. I honestly, I mean, <gasps> I don't know the lyrics, but I would know the song if I, I heard it. Aww. And, like, I just remember, like... Our animatronic angel and animatronic like Santa and Mrs. Claus, mm -hmm. um, 
I would love, side note, to have like brown angels and Santas around the house because like growing up they were all white. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and I, I remember uh, recently I've been to like craft stores and seen mm-hmm. like brown Santas. I'm like, oh, yes. that would have been so cool if we had that when I was a kid. But Amen. We didn't. Anyway, I remember like listening to the song playing in the background it would be blasting and then we would be like putting up the christmas trees we would we had the same like decoration since like 1984 i remember Aww. it was like 1984 i wasn't born in 1984 but the direct decorations were like from like 1984 1985 because there are dates on them Aww. on the ornaments so and we would use them like for decades or for years um my parents stopped putting up the christmas tree like i think when we were in high school or college um just because it was like became to be a lot of work but like for so many years we would use the same decorations and the same tree um and the same we'd listen to the same music yeah anyway um what about you (laughs) i love that um was your was the angel animatronic your favorite Mm. It was what? it kind of creeped me out. Okay. What was your favorite like um thing that your family would put up from 1984? My, the favorite thing that what? That that your family would put around as decorations from that 1984 pack of things that they would put up. Ah. Uh, there were little mini like gold miniature furniture. Oh. Like a rocking chair. There were like gold rocking chairs and like gold chairs and gold tables. It was like a, a whole like gold theme. Oh, I and love that. And we had that. ornaments that were like metal chairs. And I just thought that was so cool because it was like, ah, it's furniture, but for mm-hmm. little things. <laughs> we can't use them, <laughs> but I know that that's a chair. It's silly, but I was, yeah, I just remember Aww. liking them because it was like little furniture. I love anything in mini form, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for you. Um, for Thanks. me. Um so one thing is okay. So if you are a parent and your child is in the car or listening with you, you might want to turn this off now because okay, earphones, earphones. Yeah, I'm gonna talk or about headphones, what is it called? I'm going Earmuffs. to talk about, yeah, I'm going to, th- I'm going to talk about Santa Claus. <laughs> okay. 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 So I think it was maybe when I was five, um, you know, I had my Nintendo, I had the pad where you would do the running, you know, when you're playing the track and field game. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I had my this Nintendo. Is a video game, like, yes. Thing? So there's a track okay. and field game, and the Nintendo, the the original N- Nintendo, had a pad where you can. It's kind of like DDR, I guess. Like there are like uh-huh. these circles where you would run, um, or put your feet on, and it would emulate you running. So mm-hmm. there was a track and field game where you would do, and I don't know anything about fucking track and field, okay? But it was the one where, like, you run and then, like, you jump. What is that? Like hurdles? Hur- not hurdles, but there was a hurdle game, too. But you would okay. run in the sand and see how far you would, like, jump. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't know what that's called. I know what you're talking about, though. Okay, that is, like, 
actually besides the point. I'm just talking about the game now. But so anyway, okay. it was Christmas <laughs> Eve and we would always like the whole like our extended family back in the day would come over to our house for Christmas Eve because it was my Lola's birthday. If you can remember from season one. Yeah, we love Lola. Oh, we love Lola. And um, so, you know, I feel like I thought a lot as a child and being an only child, my mind would go and go, right? So I already was questioning Santa by age five. I'm like, it's kind of creepy that this man, (laughs) one, is like so old because if he's been Santa Claus forever, like, is he a ghost? (laughs) Like... (laughs) I mean, like, you can't... I mean, that would be, like, the logical Yeah, thing. like, and I, yeah. you know, because of, like, not... Okay, again, not to be a Debbie Downer. Like, I understood the concept of death pretty early on because my dad died, right? And so I'm like, people die. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. how is Santa still alive? If Santa was still alive when my parents are around giving them gifts and my grandparents' gifts and so on and so forth, I'm like, something's fishy. Something <laughs> is what fishy. What a smart little kid. <laughs> and so I was like, and also, like, how is he getting gifts to, like, literally every child at midnight? That seems logically and um, just logistically impossible. <laughs> So like, what the fuck? Like he's got he's got to be some kind of like entity that is like not real or like beyond my like understanding. He's like in some other realm, and this is scary. But please, still give me the gifts. <laughs> I don't want logistics. See- don't make sense. Little like project manager Crystal. At age five, like, (laughs) this shit doesn't make sense. Yeah, ever since I was little, like, taking pictures with Santa was like, fuck no, because that fool is not real, and he's, like, old as fuck, and he's probably a ghost, and I don't want to sit with a ghost, or, like, some kind of, like, I don't know what the fuck, you know, like, no things. Anyway, so... When I was, like, five, um, I was playing with my Nintendo. I was, like, playing with my cousins. We were on the pad playing track and field. It was, like, maybe 11.30. So, like, I knew, like, I felt I had anxiety as a child already. Okay? So, like. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. In my mind. That sucks. I know. I fucking know, right? So, like, as a child, I was, like, playing my Nintendo, but I was trying to just distract myself from the fact that it was almost midnight and that this weird spirit Santa thing was coming in just, like, half an hour or so. And I'm like, I fought. Like, oh, my God. I just need to, like, distract myself. Just fucking leave the gifts Wherever you need to fucking leave the gifts, whatever. I'm just trying to, like, play my game. Anyway, it was probably closer to midnight. And, like, my f- like my aunties and uncles were like, Santa's here. <sighs> you were awake that late? Yeah. It was like a family. Because, like, my family, we would open our gifts at midnight. Right? Oh, okay. okay and okay. so, like, my, like, family, like, the elders came in, they're like, Santa's here. And I was like, 
They took a picture of me at this very moment when they told me Santa was here during this announcement. <laughs> and my face was just utter fear. <laughs> <laughs> just like straight up. Oh my gosh, like, poor Crystal. I like, so I was like face backwards and then they took a picture right when I turned around and my face was like, Oh my gosh. If you all could see, Crystal's got her shoulder up to her chin. She's got her little bang moment. Eyes wide open. Mouth open. Jaw to the floor. I can see it. I can see the little little child version of you in terror. I was so terrified. And I started crying. And I was like, I don't want to see Santa. I don't want to see Santa. Please, like, tell him to leave. But I still wanted the gifts, right? <laughs> Do you remember so, what you got as a gift that year? I don't know. I don't remember what I got that year. But I just, like, remember being so fucking scared. And, like, this was not okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is- those are very sophisticated thoughts for a child to have you know like i i would love to just talk to you about like the the freaking philosophical thoughts i would have as a first grader waiting in line for the water fountain (laughs) oh man i can we can delve into our traumas in another episode perhaps yeah like why (laughs) i remember like as a first grader at saint Pius waiting for the water fountain thinking why is a tree called a tree and not a glass or not oh, my hand. <laughs> Me as a six-year-old. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's very sophisticated. You know, I don't know if that happens to only children. Hey, only children out there, please let me know if you had, like, philosophical existential moments. Like, existential traumas <laughs> when you were a kid. Because, like, I don't know. Being by myself, I had a lot of time to think. Oh, yeah, you were the only child. I was. Grayson Grayson. was also an only child. As an only child, yes. Yes. You're alone with your (laughs) thoughts, and your thoughts just go and go and go and go. (laughs) That's that's so strange to me to to think that. Because I I have a brother, and we were were very close in age, and Uh I mean, I never had an opportunity to be by myself because I was the younger one. Uh So I always had a sibling. Yeah. I always had somebody there. Um, so I was just never by myself thinking about my thoughts. And I never had like existential traumas or like, I'm sorry, existential like crises. <laughs> because I don't know, I just never had an opportunity to ju- to just be alone in my thoughts. Of course, all of those moments happened when I was like in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Okay, so that was question number one <laughs> of our closing questions. Do we have another question? My other question was, um, <laughs> what is your fav- favorite family tradition during the holidays? Favorite family tradition during the holidays. Dude, eating a... Uh, an amazing like prime rib steak or something Ooh! just eating prime rib that's Bruh. what you do with your family for the holidays hell yeah, yeah just eat prime prime rib we don't do like 
turkeys. We don't do like birds. We do prime rib. We do prime effing rib. I like how your family rolls, good. man. Yeah. You That's should come up. like to a holiday dinner. <gasps> yeah, I would love that. Yeah. Um, um yeah. What about you? Um just celebrating my Lola. Uh, oh yeah, it was for like her birthday during the holidays. It's her birthday on the twenty fourth and um yeah. we always celebrate her birthday on Christmas Eve and also, you know, Christmas and um yeah, I I miss her. I miss her so much during the holidays and I know there's a lot of people who have a, a, a challenging time during this time and like everyone's trying to be jolly and happy and uh, trying to be in the holiday spirit and like for me personally the last um so many years of like also breaking down like my faith and also um losing my lola it's just been really challenging um so for for those who are who have a hard time with this time like just know that we acknowledge you and like we see you and we feel you um but i'm happy that we're still celebrating my lola because she is she is so much of my heart and i'm not gonna cry today because I think for the first time in a really long time this year as much as I miss her I'm actually enjoying the holidays this year you know good yeah as you should you you these are moments to be celebrated yeah and I know it's it, it sometimes it's a long time coming for folks to get to the point where you can actually like just celebrate this time mm hmm um, especially when you're missing someone um, or have like a complicated relationship with your faith or whatever. There's just this holiday. Um, yeah, I just like I hope that people find peace during this time. Peace on Earth, right? Not just peace mm -hmm. on Earth for like religious reasons or whatever, but peace for yourself. But this year I'm really celebrating my grandma and like the life that she lived and the time that we have here all together and just like the season, whatever you celebrate, whatever you don't celebrate um, as we approach the end of the year, it's just like a really nice time to just reflect on the year past and your loved ones, the lessons that you've learned and um, however you celebrate or don't celebrate. We see you. We we're here for you and we feel you. Okay. I love that your answer was like very, very deep and loving. And mine was like steak. <laughs> but you know what? I was so here for a steak. And you know what? Like during this time, whether you're feeling it or not, go treat yourself to your favorite fucking dish. Mm, because yes. we all deserve it. Life is hard. Life mm -hmm. is hard. 
Yes. And so, like, I know for New Year's, I'm buying myself a motherfucking prime rib. Ooh, yeah. Fuck hey, yeah. Prime with, rib. With, give me all of your fucking horseradish. Mm, that butter and horseradish. That butter, that horseradish, mm. that, yeah. um, you know, whatever. You all deserve it. Life is hard. Sometimes the holiday is hard. If it's not hard for you this year, woohoo! If it's still hard for you this year, here's a hug. Go treat yourself to mm-hmm. a primary. Make a award. happy moment. Make yeah, a happy make moment a happy moment because everyone deserves, regardless of like what this, you know, season is for you. And no matter how much I may disagree with you, or like whatever. Go get yourself whatever feeds your soul. Mm-hmm. Emphasis and then on the feed. Feed <laughs> your soul. And then we can come back and talk about whatever the fuck we need to talk about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, as we close out, my question, my final question mm-hmm. for you is, what do you think your Lala would say about our podcast? Oh, my God. You're going to make me cry. Ooh, you better, um, okay. In 30 seconds or less, you better spit it out so that you can cry offline. <laughs> she would just say, wow, that's so good. Keep doing that. Aw, I love that. My Lola was the one and only person who... Um, Growing up would support me in all the things that I did. Well, my Lola and my Tita Nancy. But my Lola, for sure, like, all the time would make me feel like I was always enough. And so, I yeah. hope um, my... And it's, it's, it's funny because, like, I feel... I, I've heard, you know, you are enough, like, the actual words and, like... Um, you know, in like in grad school and stuff, like being an actor, like you always have to like break down who the fuck you are and like being an actor and whatever. But um, without having to say you are enough, my Lola would always make sure that I felt, I think maybe understanding the culture a little bit. She would always, she would always make sure that I felt beautiful when I felt ugly and smart when I felt stupid. And kind when I felt selfish. And all of these things. And I think we all have the capacity. Because we're born with it. To love so unconditionally. And wholly. So I hope that. Everyone can walk away. Knowing that you are enough. And that you have the capacity. To love so deeply. So I hope that we find ways to get there. And really act on that. What is Lola's first name? Francisca. All right, y'all. Be like Lola Francisca for the holiday season and beyond. With that, um, I also want to say thank you to you, Crystal. Thank you to everyone watching. Thank you to everyone listening. Um, Have a happy and safe holiday season. Um, Make smart choices. Uh, Feed your soul. (laughs) Be with loved ones. Mm -hmm. Um, Treat yourself. And be merry. Know what I'm saying? 
Be merry. Be merry. Be merry as hell. Thanks for listening. Me Search is produced and hosted by Dustin Domingo and Crystal Tugatti. Editing by Dustin Domingo. If you enjoy Me Search, make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. Also, make sure to check us out at mesearchpodcast.com and follow us at mesearchpodcast. We're going to get to the bottom of things. This is Me Search, folks. Woo!